Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All new today. I'm not arrogant. I'm always right. A bully husband berates his bride. He says, you disgust me. Don't touch me until you're under 200 pounds. You called your wife a fat pig. Yeah. What do you mean? You're more overweight than she is. But that's just the start. I leave her on and I expect it to be done when I get home. You said you're not arrogant. You're just right. Well, when it comes to her, yeah. You are married to an abuser. And it doesn't stop with his wife. You say to your four-year-old, you bitch. She acts like her mother. Ding, 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 ding. This is stupid. Coming up. Let's do it. I want you to get excited about your life. Here we go, in 10. Standby camera six. If it's happening now, we're going to deal with it now. Stand by, Dr. Phil. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Stand by A and Roll A, check it. Go, Dr. Phil. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, today we're going to tell you a story of a husband and wife that, well, frankly, it's just almost impossible to believe. When producers read this wife's letter, they brought it to my attention immediately. And here's an excerpt of what that letter said. Dear Dr. Phil, my husband mentally abuses me. I've never in my life had a guy tell me how fat I am, how terrible I look, and criticize even how I put my makeup on. He constantly calls me names, makes fat jokes, Sometimes I have to hide in the bathroom when I eat something just so we won't fight about it. Anytime I try to get close to him, he literally pushes me away and says, don't even touch me until you're under 200 pounds. Rick calls Karen fat, fat pig, and fat whore. Now Rick's upset because his wife gained weight after they got married and says it's actually a good thing when they physically fight because at least it's some exercise for Karen. Take a look. My husband cuts me down, he calls me fat, he's mean, and he's vulgar. Basically, she provokes me to be that way. Rick constantly calls me names. I call Karen bitch. He calls me slut. Whore. Anything I can, just to try to motivate her to lose weight. When Karen and I got married, she was well within my standards. He calls me a fat pig. He tells me Jenny Craig is on the phone. The issue with Karen being fat is that it's not the girl that I married. He opens up magazines and shows it to my daughter and says, wouldn't you like mommy to look like this? Sometimes I just do it to just piss her off. I got a pizza. Bet you do. You gain like 20 pounds. One of the reasons my wife Karen is so fat is she's unmotivated. She's unathletic. Karen and I argue at least daily about her weight. My husband and I have argued to the extent where it has gotten violent. She has thrown things at me, slapped me, hit me, and I won't do anything to her unless I'm provoked or hit first. It'll get to a point where we're just wrestling on the ground and eventually somebody gets hurt. 
When we go out in public, he looks at other women and says to me, why can't you look like her? She looks nice, look at her And it's just so degrading to me. Karen isn't very good at putting makeup on. He thinks I wear my eyeliner too heavy. He thinks I wear my eyeshadow too thick. Sometimes when she puts makeup on, it's so thick I call her a whore. Oh, I don't you know, know why you do that yourself. You look shut up. I put pictures of half-naked women on the computer as a screensaver to try to entice my wife to lose weight. When my husband puts those half-naked pictures of women on that computer screen, that really hurts. Karen tries to get intimate with me, and I tell her, get away from me. You disgust me. Rick and I haven't had sex in over two and a half years. Whenever I get near him, he motions his fist at me like he's going to punch me until I get away. I refuse to have sex with her until she gets under 200 pounds. When I'm eating, he says to me, are you supposed to have that? And that just makes me want to go in the bathroom or my bedroom where he can't see me and I'll eat what I want to eat. When he goes to work, he tells all of his coworkers what I weigh and how disgusting that I am. And it's embarrassing. I told her for a fat ass to sit between the two cars, she could drive out there with us. I am tired of Rick treating me this way. It is hurtful. The only reason Karen and I are still married is there's kids involved. I just would rather stay with this marriage and work it out because of the kids. Karen is the problem in this marriage. A lot of people think I'm arrogant. I'm not arrogant. I'm just always right. Karen always says the only person out there that's going to save our marriage is Dr. Phil. Well, let's see if he can. Well, I don't know whether I can. I don't know whether I should. I don't know whether I want to. I, but that, that won't be my decision, whether y'all go forward or not. But you have a theory. This is motivational, you say? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm, just, if I'm just unhappy with her or, or the situation that we're in. Um, I just, I'm trying everything, and obviously it's not working. She's just not as motivated as I am. And I don't know if that's because when I grew up, I was athletic, and she wasn't, you know? You, she's just not as motivated as you are? No. Um, you got a mirror at the house? Yeah. Yes, I do. No, ser seriously. Yeah. Seriously, you, you got a mirror at the house? I calculated both of your, your body mass index. Your body mass index, and this is bad when it goes up, uh, normal is 18.5 to 24.9. Yours is 33.6, so you are overweight. You're in the obese category. I agree. Uh, yours is 38.4. <laughs> So what do you mean she's not as motivated as you? You're more overweight than she is. Yeah, but I can, I can take it off anytime I want to. I'm sorry? I can take it off anytime you I want to. You can take it off anytime, anytime. You, but you just don't want to. No, I think it's because I, I don't see her doing it. She always wants to work together with so us. So it's her fault you're fat. Why are you putting up with this? I, I just feel that my children love the both of us, and if I just feel that if we separated, that it would hurt the kids emotionally. Okay, but let, I mean, let, me get, let, me, let me see if I've got what your, because some of it was on the tape, but I want to see what your theory of motivation is, because okay. that's your theory, right? I, at least I is, try. Yeah, I yeah, try that, to That you motivate her. You, you said when you first married her, she was within your standards. From what I've dated, yeah, in my whole life, yeah. Yeah, so she, she was within look, your standards. Yeah, look, how, look how nice she looks there. Yeah, but now you call her fat whore, fat pig, bitch, slut, and the C word. I try not to use it. I don't yeah, like it. But fat whore, fat pig, bitch, and sluts more than once in a while, right. right? You answer the phone when she calls, what do you want, whore? What's your theory about pointing out an attractive woman or attractive picture to your child and saying, hey, would you like that to be daddy's girlfriend? Would you like that to be no, your No, I'm mommy? just joking around and all that, but I do it when she's in earshot, you know. 
are you joking around when you say to your four-year-old, you bitch? I just do that because sometimes she acts like her mother, and I, I don't really mean to do that. That's just out. That's when my anger, anger boils over. Mm -hmm. I, I don't intend to do that at all. That's well, not as long as you didn't mean to. No, not, no, I didn't. Yeah. I intentionally know. And that's the key, because no. I'm sure the child says right. to themselves, he didn't mean that. Well, no, she's four. She doesn't And shrugs it off. Yeah, right. Okay, next, Rick leaves to-do list that he calls honeydew list around the house for Karen, telling her what to clean and how to clean it. Now, he says he's old-fashioned and that housework is a woman's responsibility. I want to talk some more about his motivational theory, because I may have some alternatives for him to consider. We'll be right back. Karen thinks I'm controlling. I am controlling. Somebody has to control her. Tells me, do this now. Chop, chop. I'm not Rick's slave. I'm his wife. She just do what I tell her. We wouldn't have any problems. I'm talking to a husband who criticizes his wife because she's overweight, or in his words, a fat pig. Now, Karen says Rick controls everything she does down to how she cleans the toilet and dusts the furniture. Now, he calls his list honeydew. She calls them demeaning and degrading. My husband, Rick, controls me. He orders me around the house, tells me what to do, tells me where I can't go. He controls everything I do, and he controls what the kids do, too. My wife, Karen, thinks I'm controlling. I am controlling. Somebody has to control her. When it comes to housework, I'm old-fashioned. I think a woman should take care of the house. My husband thinks I'm a terrible, terrible housekeeper. Every time I look at my wife, Karen, she's either sitting, laying, or doing absolutely nothing around the house when there's really work to be done. Tells me, do this now, chop, chop. When I see there's something that needs to be done, I leave her a honey-do list, and I expect it to be done when I get home from work. He'll leave me notes to clean the house, and I do clean the house. However, it's never to his expectations. Says dressers, do it right. Is dishwasher clean? If so, empty it. Towels are in dryer, fold. Dust, dust, dust. I'm not Rick's slave, I'm his wife. Rick controls the money. He doesn't give me an allowance. I have to sell items on eBay to have money to spend for myself for things that I need. If she'd just do what I tell her, we wouldn't have any problems. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If she would just do what I tell her, we wouldn't have any problems. Yeah. She just... It's, it's mostly, I think it's mostly upbringing. You know, I, I'm city boy. She's a rural area, you know. I, 
it's the way your family raises you and all that. And there's a lot of things she don't know. And I knew that when I met her. You've got better breeding than her, so you're just trying to raise her up to your level so the family can be better. Well, I, I was hoping to do that. This is one of his to-do lists, right? Correct. This is one, one of, of here. many that he leaves me. Yeah, and he, you brought this to show us so we'd know what it is you're guiding her on. Yeah, I said it was You've got to dust, bring dust, dust all around the corner, so you want the house dusted. I don't think in two years this house has been dusted more than twice. Yeah, Nick's dressers, do it right. Is dishwasher clean? If so, empty it. Towels are in the dryer, uh, need to be folded. I have, to, I have to leave these notes for her. Otherwise, she, she can't figure out on her own what to do. You don't like the way she does the house and the laundry? And oh, absolutely not. So no. You work. Yes. And you work. Correct. Both full time. Both right. full time. But you're supposed to do all of this other work under your supervision. So your second job is supervisor. Oh, no. No, I, I'll be and, more than happy to do And your second do. job is laborer. Yes. Well, okay. I, I, I'm beginning to understand your thinking. Uh, what I'm trying to get to, you said you're not arrogant, you're just always right. Well, when it comes to her, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you said I'm arrogant because that's the way I was born. I, don't, I, I think I, I grew up arrogant, whether it was with women or anything else. I was always taught if there's somebody better than you, just do something, you know, get on top of that person. So you Be just, as best as you can. So you're just pretty proud of the way you turned out. No, not necessarily. Well, I mean, you must, you say, I'm right, she, I'm, I'm always right. If she'll just do what I say, she would be fine. But it's if, true. I mean, I'll give you a good example. You pull the clothes out of the dryer. I was taught, put them on your bed. Why? Because you're going to go to bed later, so to get in your bed, you're going to have to fold them. She'll put them on the couch. They'll be there two, three days. Oh, yeah, they'll get folded one day, then the next day they'll make it to the table. Then she'll take half of them and put them away. The next day, the half of them will put them away. When well, I take care of it in one day, three, four loads, when it takes her one day, one load, and it takes four days to do so one she puts the couch, she puts the clothes on the couch instead of the bed. Yeah. Well, I'll alert the media. <laughs> Why don't you just fold them? You, you, you could fold them in the time you bitch about it. Well, I do. I, I mean, eventually I, eventually I end up doing Some of the stuff I think she just doesn't do them because she knows it upsets me so much that I eventually end up doing it. I don't, I don't want her to do all the housework. I don't mind splitting it 50-50, but right now it's about 80-20, and I don't think that's right. Sometimes when I fold clothes on the couch, I do not leave them there for three days. I get distracted. I have kids to take care of. I have to go see what they're into. Tell, tell me you understand clothes. this isn't about folding clothes. I don't believe so. What's it about? I just feel he's just controlling his, his way or no way. And that's okay with you. I mean, no, you it just, isn't. You've, you've just succumbed to it and you've quit fighting. It, it was never this bad before. It has gotten worse, and I'm just at my wit's end. Over the years, it's built up, I think. The first year after we got married, we, uh, we moved up to a rural area. It took me out of the city, and I, I pretty much left everything behind. I got nothing out there. I think I'm lost. You know, I'm like stuck in this, this place, you know. I mean, wait, I could. I could take my family back to the city. It was just hard on a sophisticated cosmopolitan guy like yourself. <laughs> Well, no, I would never take the kids away from her side of the family because I don't like them anyway, or my side of the family. I got a question for Rick when, when we come back that I, I'm just very curious how he's going to answer, and I think you will be too. Now, he admits that he asked his four-year-old daughter to tell him whose butt's bigger, uh, mommy or daddy's, as though that's some kind of measure of life success. We'll talk about that too when we come back.
I'll be going through a magazine or watching TV and I'll point out a girl to my daughter and ask her, do you want this to be daddy's new girlfriend? My husband Rick had called my four-year-old daughter a bitch because she threw up all over him. Rick and Karen are at war in their marriage, mainly over Karen's weight, but it seems now to be escalating to her just what he regards as laziness, inability to do things efficiently, just basically slovenly existence. Now, Rick says he sees nothing wrong with making fat jokes in front of the kids or pointing out women in the street and asking his daughter if they're pretty enough to be her new mommy. I'll be going through a magazine or watching TV and I'll point out a girl to my daughter and ask her, do you want this to be daddy's new girlfriend? Rick puts those half-naked women on our desktop computer screen to make me upset. Clearly, my kids can see it. Karen thinks me putting pictures of half-naked women on the screen is inappropriate for my children. I don't think it's inappropriate. And for my kids to see it, it's just, it's hurtful. Sometimes when my daughter's acting up, I'll call her a bitch. My husband Rick had called my, my four-year-old daughter because she threw up all over him. When my wife Karen and I fight, the children usually end up seeing it. We don't think a divorce will work for us because she needs me to take care of the kids. So you think, and, and be honest about this, that's, that's all you can be. You think seriously that if you could just run your agenda and she would do what you want her to do when she wants you, you want her to do it, the way you want it done, that this thing, this would just be fine. Everything would just smooth out and everything would be fine. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it has to do with how I say it, too. I mean, if I'd asked instead of told, she said it'd probably be better. But I, I've tried that. I've asked. You know, you can only ask so much. And, and after a while, I just get upset and I just start telling you. And I agree, I, I, I'll, I'm, I'll admit, it's, it's in a bad way. I know I'm, I'm saying it in a bad way, but I don't know what else to do. When she had babies, the motherly instinct should have kicked in, you know? Um, you know, I used so to cook. Now you're going to tell her how to be maternal. Well, that's what they always say. They say, "Who's once they? You have Where do you get this information that you use as the basis of your philosophy for family management?" Just, I'd like you, to you know. Hear, where, you hear, you just the, point you, that you hear out doctors to me. say, oh, you, you know, the, the motherly instincts will kick in. She'll know what to do because well, they always are ask you. Where you getting what? The, you, you say, "I'm right. If she would do what I want, we would be fine." Where right. are you getting this information from? Myself. Okay, so you're just relying on your own understanding that the way to motivate somebody is to demean them and put them down. And, and I assume your theory is that they'll feel so bad that they'll say, I don't want to feel this way, so I'm going to do better. Well, I don't mean to do it. I just don't know what else to do. What do you mean I've you don't mean to else. do it? How do you accidentally call your wife a fat whore well, and a it. fat pig? Come on. That, I, I, just, whoops, I just meant to say good morning, honey. And it just slipped out, you fat whore? I, I hate it when that happens. Well, a lot of times that we're just joking around, and sometimes it doesn't even bother because she's used to it. I'll, I'll, bet it I, I'll bet that she has turned a deaf ear to it. Is there ever a time that you're called a demeaning and degrading name that, that you're happy to hear it? No, never. Is there ever a time that you're happy to hear it? Never. It's very hurtful. Okay, here's the question I said I was going to ask you. you. You said, I guess really I am arrogant. I just know I have standards. I know I'm right. Okay, if you're so smart, then how come your marriage is in the ditch? If you're so smart, 
if you've got this all figured out, if you're a great leader, if you're a great manager, if you're a great inspirational figure, then how come you are so in the ditch? I wouldn't say I'm an ins inspirational person. I just, I don't know what else to do. Like I said, I've tried to show her, you know? I mean, I'll cook Answer something. Answer my question, okay? Answer my question. You told me how smart you were, so apparently you understand an interrogatory statement when you hear it. That was a question. If you're so smart, how come you're here with your wife beat down so bad that she can barely speak up for herself? She wants help. She wants help, and I agreed to come on and, and see if we can get help. Because we need help, obviously. Do you need help? I think I need more help than she does. But you brought her here to fix her. You brought her here because you thought I could fix her. I was hoping it'd be a 50-50 thing. If I took you in the kitchen, okay. which you have all organized the way you wanted, I'm sure, oh, yeah. and I got a blender and I put it on the cabinet, and I put your hand down in it and hit the button to turn it on, what would you do? I'd react. Yeah, okay. Pull my then hand when away. I said, okay, come back over here, I want you to put your hand in there again, would you do it? I wouldn't even come close to it. No, why? Because that doesn't work. Right. That doesn't get you what you want. It would seem to me that anybody with function above the brainstem would recognize when something doesn't work, you do something else. You change what you're doing, right? Right. Is it just that even though you're smart, which you've told us a number of times, even though you're smart, you just don't know something else to do? Well, if no. you had an alternative, would you embrace it? I hope so, yeah. If you well, can prove, you, to, only you prove know. to me that it works, well, I'm not, I'm not the smartest person in the world. But you know, if you had an alternative, would you try it? Yeah, well, I, yeah I'd try anything, All right, just well, anything. Karen says that in addition to being controlling, demeaning, degrading, overbearing, and not a lot of fun to live with, that Rick also had an affair. Uh, Rick says, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Depends on what you call cheating. If heavy petting is cheating, well then, okay. We're gonna ask about that when we come back. I do know for sure that my husband has cheated on me. It was really nothing. I just had kissing and having petting with some other girls. I've always looked all my life for something better, and I still am. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Well, I'm talking to a husband who says that he puts pictures of half-naked women on the computer screen 
but only to motivate his wife, Karen, to lose weight. And when I ask him about it, he says, well, I'm a guy, I, I, like, I like women too, so it's to motivate her and to please myself. He even taped a picture of a woman that he was fooling around with on his exercise machine to motivate himself. Now, he sees nothing wrong with that or the fact that he cheated on his wife because he's going to equivocate about what cheating means. In fact, he tells her to go out and have her own affair. Take, take a look. I do know for sure that my husband has cheated on me. Well, my husband had left me on Christmas Eve to go to church mass to impress a girl. It was really nothing. I just had kissing and having petting with some other girl. When my husband was having an affair, I was told of a story where they were trying to have sex in the vehicle, and the steering wheel was in the way. He was too fat. He couldn't perform. When I'm working out on my elliptical machine, I'll put a picture of a nice-looking girl on there. It'll motivate me to get down to a slimmer size and maybe get that girl. I've told Karen to go out and have sex with other men. She's not going to find anybody out there that will have sex with her. To know that Rick has cheated, it's heartbreaking for me. I've always looked all my life for something better, and I still am. Okay, so tell me your theory about getting involved with this other woman. It was just a one-time deal, one night. There's nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. Nothing happened? Nothing happened. I, I thought you said there was just make, heavy petting. Just making out and heavy petting, that was it. I, I can poll the audience beginning with my wife, but I'm <laughs> fairly certain you're not going to have a lot of people agree with you that nothing happened. I mean, would you have done it with her there? Oh, absolutely not. The girl, the girl gave me attention, and that's what I like. I like attention. So something did happen. You got paid some attention. Well, yeah. Yeah, I got some attention. Yeah. Did you... That's about it. Did you touch her? Well, yeah. Did you... How could I help it? She was all over did me. Did you caress her? Well, yeah. Did you kiss her? Yes. Pardon me? Yes. You pretty much can just justify anything because your only resource is yourself. No, I... I, I said, I'm, where do you get this stuff? You said, well, from myself. No, I'm ashamed of that. I'm ashamed that it happened. It should have never happened, but Are you I had somebody... putting her picture on your exercise bike to motivate you to look better so you could go back and seal the deal? No, that was not the intention at all. What that was the was intention? That was not the intention at all. It's just, it was just something. It's, it's exercising is really boring for not only me, but for her, too. She'll admit that. It was just something, anything to motivate. But I don't you know? put men on my exercise machine to work out. <clears throat> okay, I would you, never do that. You went, out, you, you went out and had a physical encounter with a woman outside your marriage, mm -hmm. you brought a picture of her and put it on your exercise bike and your justification is, hey, exercise is boring. Yes. Very boring. I mean, I could hook it up to the computer and have be me cycling through Hawaii and all that, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's just easier to put a photo on there, you know? It of works. a woman it does that work. you had cheated on your wife. It doesn't with. have to be a woman that, that I. But know. it was. But it was, yes. And that now, 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 no, there is, nothing there goes off a reason in for your that brain too. that says, ding, 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 ding. This is stupid. Well, it was wrong. It was wrong. But it was also at a time where I, I knew what the consequences were going to be. I, I, I fully intended for her to see it. And the message was? Maybe your picture should be up there. Maybe I should have put the wedding photo up there. Up there. Maybe that would have been better. I don't know. Maybe I made a wrong decision at that time. You think? I mean, yeah. I mean, that would motivate me. But maybe that should motivate her, too, if she put a photo up there, what she looked like back then. You know? I loved her really a lot back then. You were weighing, what, about 145 there? 145. Okay, what were you tipping the old scales at there? About 224, maybe. Yeah, about, about 224, and now you're like 270? 
267, yeah. 99. Okay, so you've added about 60 pounds that you're trying to now get off. Yeah. Okay. I've never once made a comment about his weight. He can be 300 pounds and I would still love him just as much. Yeah. Well, you know, based, based on the contrast about like bait and switch, I married one woman and then she became something else. Rick said that he wouldn't touch his wife until she got below 200 pounds. So why after she recently made that goal is he still refusing to be intimate? We'll ask him when we come back. If you would like to purchase a tape or transcript of your favorite Dr. Phil show, log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. Well, Rick says when he married his wife, Karen, she was quote, within his standards, uh, but now she definitely is not. She's fallen below standard and therefore is not worthy of being treated with dignity and respect, compassion and care. It's been almost three years since they've been intimate or even kissed. Three years. One, two, three. Rick said he would not touch her until she got below 200 pounds, but now she's reached that goal. He still refuses to have sex with her, saying again, and I quote, I don't want her near me, he says, and I quote, you disgust me. Um, how'd you feel when you heard that? I was very hurt. He makes a fist to get you away from him, right? He, he motions his fist at me like he's going to punch me, and he has pushed me away before. Uh -huh. I mean, it wasn't a big punch, but he's punched me before when I've tried to get close to him. Well, it wasn't a big punch. No. He got my attention. Get away from me or else. As she sits here now, you're disgusted by her. Oh, That's I'd like her said. to be better. I, mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, but... You I, did go that far. You said that you, you said you disgust me. Yes, I did. I did say that uh -huh. and all that. I just, you know, I, I don't want a 10, okay? I want her to get down to a size 10. I want my wife back, the one I married. And are you the way you were? When you married her mentally, emotionally, physically, are, are you the way you were? No, absolutely not. Absolutely okay, so why not. are there double standards? Why is it okay for you to change from being Mr. Charming to being mentally abusive bully and demeaning and degrading to her and gain 60 pounds, but it ain't okay for her? Well, it's not all right for me. And you, you, you see all these women out in the world, you say, hey, would you like her to be your mommy? Hey, how about that being dad's girlfriend? Do you notice any of them flocking around you there, Slick? No, not at all. Not a one. I mean, seriously, do you, you see them come by your table hitting on you saying, hey, hey, I like that keg you got there. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So aren't you kind of being a little hypocritical in that regard as well? I mean, come on. But yeah, you know, it's like a lot of times, like I said, she says, well, we can do it. You know, I've, I've taken the weight off a few times and then she doesn't follow. This she always says she's going to follow. This isn't about weight. This is about treating another human being with dignity and yeah. respect. <laughs> Would you like to know what I think is going on here? Sure. I think now, this is just my opinion, okay? I'm just, 
I haven't diagnosed your husband, I, and I, I think he needs that, I, and I'm going to offer to you all that if you want to try to get some help to heal this family in, in some way, if, if you want to do that. But, you know, there's a certain kind of personality out there called narcissistic. And these are the kind of people that just really believe that they're just all there is to be. I mean, they're just perfect and wonderful and right. There's their way and the highway. And the problem with that is, you see, it's a false sense of superiority. The truth is, people that do what I observe your husband to be doing here are often very insecure, very inadequate, and they've got to find somebody to peck at, somebody to pick on, somebody to put down so they can elevate themselves in their own mind. So it doesn't come from an air of superiority. It comes from a false sense of superiority. It comes from having so little confidence, so little strength, so little ability to, to know who and what they are that they've got to find somebody to pick on to make themselves feel better. All of this that you're getting hammered with, it isn't about you, it's about him. It's about him. He brings all of this toxic baggage with him into the situation, sets it down and says, okay, now I'm gonna spew poison from me onto you. And then you take it personal, which I would, anybody would, and, and start questioning yourself, right? You question yourself. You question whether or not you are inadequate. You are not very smart. You are not a quality mother, not a quality person, not a quality individual. But it really isn't about you. It's about him. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Uh, Karen wants to ask me how she can make Rick understand that he is mentally abusing her, that he is hurting her daily, and that it's not working. I'm going to answer that question hopefully with some verbs in my sentences when we come back. I'm talking to Rick and his wife Karen who fight daily to the point of screaming and they say it's because of her weight. I, I say it's because of a whole lot more than that. Rick says the only reason he hasn't left Karen is she would nail him for child support. Uh, he says if kids weren't involved, he'd be gone. He'd be out of there. You realize that's what he says? He's never told me that before. And he told us that more than once. True? He told me he wasn't worried about child support. That's not what you told us. No. You told us that if it wasn't for the fact that she would stick you through the hell of child support, that you'd be out of there so fast to make your head spin. For that and for the reason that I'd have my kids only half the time and I don't think they'd be raised right. Yeah. That, that half of their time. He's yeah. paying child support on one other son. Why not two more? Well, so, look, here's the problem with your theory. Here's the problem with your theory of inspiration and management, is what you do does have a profound effect on people. I wrote it down for you. Can I, can I have the graphic? Uh, there's been a lot of research done on people that manage others the way you do, and here's the result of verbal and emotional abuse. The person starts to distrust their own spontaneity. They lose enthusiasm. They become uncertain of themselves constant concern that there's something wrong with you when you get pounded on all the time. 
a loss of self-confidence, growing self-doubt, an internalized critical voice where they start doing it for you. When you're not there, they pick it themselves. Fear of just being crazy, reluctance to ever come to any conclusions, and they have a strong desire to just escape or run away. Now, the results of this, and, and this comes from the Center for Relationship Abuse Awareness. They, they compiled all this, so this, this isn't just they or me. I thought I'd use somebody else's words here. That's the result of your theory. If you'd check this out a little bit, uh, you, you might have found out that that's the result of your theory. So that doesn't work, does it? No, no. And, I, I, and, and that's all pretty accurate, wouldn't you agree? I would agree. That's just kind of your, that, that's just kind of the way you respond, as anyone would. Mm -hmm. You don't love her, do you? Deep down, I do. Do you believe that you are an abuser? Yes, I do. Okay, because I'm telling you, you are married to an abuser. I know that. He's not just rude. He's just not just ignorant. He's, he's, he's not just lacking upbringing. He is a bully. He is an abuser. Big word, abuser. He is an abuser. You are being I've abused. I've told him that in the past. You're being abused daily. He said, but for the fact that you would make him pay for his own children and these kids, one of whom you've referred to as an bitch would be with you instead of him part of the time. But except for that, he would dump you. So what do you say? I didn't know that. But well, I think you we, know it now. How do you, what's your reaction to it now that you know it? It just makes me want to walk away and never come back. Yeah. Here's the deal. The only way an abuser can abuse someone is he has to isolate them. Because if he gets them away from other people where they don't have any support or input, then he can bully them and, and, and overpower them. But when that abused person starts to get around friends, family, church, professionals, others who say, whoa, wait a minute, you've been putting up with this so long you don't even recognize it, but I'm telling you this is abuse and there's more to life than this, then they lose their power. You're here with me. I'm trying to educate you, and I'm telling you that this is abuse. And your, your level of insight is very low. See, some people, I could point all of this out. They could see themselves on video. They could hear me characterize it back to them, and they would go, oh, my God. I have so spun out of control. I have so gone over the high side. I am so just doing the wrong thing here. I get it. I'm ashamed. I've got to change this. I've got to fix that. I've had that You've happen. spent the entire time justifying it. You don't really see it. You really believe that despite the fact that there are terrible results, that, that you, you think you're right. I mean, you're that, you're that arrogant. You, you think that the reason that you're right, she's just too dumb to get it. I mean, really, if she'd just perk up a little and get with the program, you, you could lead everybody out of this maze. Well, I don't right? want to come right out and say that, but yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. And I don't say that to be arrogant. It's just, it's, it's just it's, it's the truth. They, you can't change somebody, you know? And, and my, I understand that's that. That's my fear. But I, but I, I, I thought I could. That's I my fear that you can't change somebody because you're the one that I'd want to change. But they say you can't change somebody.
Um, How are you going to change me? I, I mean, if you could, I, I, I'd I appreciate it. I can't it. change you, but you, you can make a change. You, let me tell you, you're, you're going to do exactly the same thing to your children that you're doing to her. And they're going to grow up as broken spirits. I don't think so. I love my children. Yeah, you loved her too. But you're just a right fighter. Yeah, and I was. You got to start paying attention to the fact that what you're doing's not working. No, it's I not agree. Working. It's not working. It's not working. So you got to recognize I must be wrong because it isn't working. Now I am willing. I don't know what you want to do, but let me tell you what I I, I want to do. I want to arrange resources for both of you separately. I don't want you in couples therapy at this point. That's just now. If the people that I put you in contact with, if they decide that's what you need to do, then respect that and follow them. I think you need some, some individual time uh, with a skilled counselor, and I think you do too, uh, because I think you've got to get centered up before you make decisions about what you want to do. I mean, I would love to say, right, I could ask you right now, if you had it and you're going to not take this anymore and you're going to walk away and you'd say yes and everybody would clap and we'd all be happy and rah, rah, rah. But you got two kids at home, you got decisions to make, you got financial considerations. There's a whole lot of complexity that goes into this issue and I want you to have someone to help you without him banging on you from the side to think through that. If I make those resources available to you, will you embrace them? I sure will. And if I make resources available to you, will you embrace them? I'll do anything that I need to do to change. Well, we're going to give you that opportunity, and then we're going to follow up with you, okay? Appreciate that. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Dr. Phil, and I'm in the studio audience because we have fun in the audience, right? And if you're not here, you're going to miss all the fun. You never know what's going to happen. Go to drphil.com for tickets. 323-461-PHIL. We'll see you soon. Look, relationships are tough. They are give and take, and it is a negotiation. I mean, relationships are truly like a garden. If you tend them and water them and weed them, then they can grow and, and really be productive. If you neglect them, then they just get swallowed up by the landscape, and you come back and you can't even find where the garden was. Don't let your relationship get taken over because you don't pay attention to it. Going to have some steps on the website, some questions for you and some things to do. You want to wake up every day and say, what can I do today to make my relationship better? What can I do? Not what they can do. What can I do to make my relationship better? DrPhil.com, you'll see what I'm talking about. Thanks for being here. So long.